Hi, and welcome to a very comfy edition of We Have to Record This First because we remembered shit that we should have talked about in the pod, in the podcast that we have to yeah. put ahead of it now. So We fucked up. We're making up for it here. And we're not really recording shit. We're just going to no, record shit ahead. Yeah. We learned that lesson quickly. Yeah, I'm not sitting through another hole. And uh, we are lounged right now yeah, on so the yeah, couch. We are sitting comfortably. Um, Leaning back. So, real quick. For, so for anyone listening to this that's going to sign up for Patreon at the $25 level, right now we only have, so people, like so we started Patreon after Circus Maximus tickets had already been on sale. So a lot of people who have subscribed to the $25 level already had Circus Maximus tickets. We made that abundantly clear that that meant their front row started in September. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a new subscriber and you're wanting to sign up today at the $25 level, we only have three front row left for Circus Maximus. Once those are bought, rather either by new Patreon or just fan buying front row seat, then that's it. And then the Patreon for everything going forward would start in September until those front row are sold out and then it would start in November. We have to do it that way because we can't really like not sell front row seats and hope that everyone becomes a Patreon member. Yeah. Um, that's kind that of... That snoring you hear is Sean only yeah, as he fell asleep. Like, uh, that's what we're doing for that. And we will... That, that's I think that's it, really. I just wanted to cover that right yeah. away. And the pre-show party. Oh, yeah, it was fun. The paternity test was great. Winnie the Pooh, we had to fly him in from China. Uh-huh. We didn't know for sure if he'd make it, but he did. Mm-hmm. I, You know, we kind of discussed it in the first part. A little bit, it's yeah. It's just like, you know, it's a fun, like... They get a match in something right, fun, yeah. Right, match, something fun, some bears. The thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, about it was that... Like, Connor puts all this time and energy into everything, and you can tell it's paying off because the pre-party gets bigger each time Connor is announced to do something. Like, more and more and more and more people fill it in. Like, holy, like, I I looked out there and I was like, holy shit, there are quite a number of people that are here just to watch, you know, the pre-show match. And whatever whatever Connor's doing. Well, the fact that a lot of people are willing to come in at six fifteen and sit there for an hour and fifteen minutes. I mean that that yeah, in just itself. For... And they you get a match, they get stuff, but mm-hmm. it's just a lot of time, so it's really cool. Uh, we'll hopefully have match graphics in early this week. I'll be rolling out the pre event party shenanigans and the full match card as soon as I get the graphics, I'll be rolling that shit right out to you guys. Yeah, this goes out. Right. Oh, right. This now. is going yeah, out now. Yeah. If you guys listen all the way through, we do announce a third match for Circus Maximus during this. So mm-hmm. get excited. That's it. That's coming. So yeah, we just forgot about that shit, and we we're like, oh, we have to put it in. So that's that. And then now you're gonna hear me re reintroduce the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you for your support as always. Hi, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Dollar Menu Midcard. We'll do another show that we didn't fully watch because we were busy doing other shit during it. Oh, man. How you feeling? Tired. Really? Me too. Just suck it up. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> in your living room. With Cinnamon the dog as our fact checker. God knows yeah. where she went. And, uh... I trust she'll be in here. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> and it's the day after Hog Wild. Yep. Uh, we're going to release this once we're done, basically. Yeah, so if you're traveling to Zero One or... 
just want to have thoughts anywhere else that you might be going yeah. it should be there for your trip to or back or whatever however you want to do it it's <laughs> up to you <laughs> yeah. um, the power <laughs> is yours we can, we have a neat thing <clears throat> that we're going to do tomorrow for uh, Patreon from the $5 mm-hmm. level up is uh, your phone too buddy we're going to, uh, that's funny. You know, let's just do is produce this live. Okay. Old text message from our old pal, uh, Sean Orleans. <laughs> when are y'all recording podcasts today? Right now. Jesus. Uh. Uh, so anyway, what was it? So we're going to do something really cool for the Patreon subscribers tomorrow. So if uh, you're listening to this today and you're not a Patreon member, you can go to patreon.com slash anarchystl. We're going to do, like, so you, we can do it live, you said? Kind of. Like, we can record as we're doing and then immediately put it up. Okay, so what we're going to do is, uh, I'm I'm booked, brother. You're for, booked? Uh, for this Midwest mixtape tomorrow to help produce and, uh, you know, just run, run, help run the, Who booked the live you? events. Uh, Gerald. Okay. Um, and and, and uh, I hope I can make it through it. Because fucking Buddy Shepard's booked. God. If I, if I run into him, it's going to be hard for me to be professional. But What's he even doing? I, I don't know. I think he's wrestling Wyatt. Oh, which, my. For the title? Yeah, Mikey got hurt. Yeah. And I they said, well, Buddy's already going to be up here, apparently. And I go, I don't want fucking Buddy Shepard wrestling for the championship. But they told me he's already here, so we're doing it. So okay. I guess I don't control my own. Come Plus, like, fucking Gabe and Walter and... Greg outvoted me on it. So oh, okay, that's fair. I'm a fucking piece of shit, buddy. But you're coming up there with me in case, in case like he tries to cheap yeah, so shot can, me. Yeah, or if we and, want to uh, cheap shot him. Right. So we are going to record our trip pretty much live. Like we're not going to sit on there for six straight hours and record. No, we'll, but we're going to start at six a.m. and we have to leave St. Louis. Record like a stretch, bullshitting in the car, and then we're going to like turn it off, come back. So. You can follow my misery live almost tomorrow because outside Kansas City, this will be my first road trip since really NWL closed. I, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I get to work with some new talent. But, uh, Tell so, them who the boss is. Like it. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll get that. If you're not, you can what sign level? up. Right, we'll do 5 to five dollar level? All right. Only you're... the $5 level. <laughs> if you pay more, you don't get it. No, yeah. uh, it'll be for 5 up. Um but yeah, we're here to talk about Hog Wild. And, and we'll uh, answer any questions that anybody has about shit. So if you sure. have questions, yeah, if shoot you have questions DM about us. the podcast. Like if you listen to this and we didn't answer something, shoot us a DM. We'll cover it on the one tomorrow. Uh, Not today, but so yeah, I mean, let's chat about Hog Wild. All right. Like leading up to it, mm-hmm. I think I've learned something about our business. Like I think we're going to be more of a walk-up business than we were our first run. Like okay. our, so, like, when you hear me say things about pre-sale, like, oh, I'm not like where the numbers are, this or that, it's because during our first run, I mean, there would be times where we would only get, like, 12 walk-up. Yeah. So, that doesn't happen now. Like, I mean, we, we the last three shows, we've had over, like, 60 walk-ups. So, uh, I ended up being happy with the draw. I, mean, I always want to see some more people in there, but... You know, we, we packed Spalding again. Didn't yeah. sell it out, but we did pack it. Uh, I was happy with it. So the overall draw, I was happy. Um, and you're rarely happy. Well, I guess I was happy. I mean, it's... Uh, I, I was happy, not, a, not ecstatic. 
I'll say that. <laughs> I, All right. I'll say that like a lot of people want to know, like, are we on track still to be able to do the Undergender show in October? And I would say that, yes, as of right now, we're still on track to be able to do that. Um, September, honestly, I think will be the big tell. Like, I think well, Circus Maximus actually, will be fine. Well, well actually, July has got to be the big tell. Like, July has to be very successful because... By the time we hit September, we're going to have to have already announced this and That's like true, yeah. started the promoting of it. So really, it's going to fall to July. If July goes well, mm-hmm. um, we'll be able to do it. July is a bigger budgeted event, so it has to go really well. We have to do better than we did in May, which, again, I was happy with the May draw. but Not ecstatic. I would love to live in a world where that March draw is what we have every show. If we had that, we'd be able to do all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. That along with our Patreon, like we would be, we could get two banners. Yeah, we could get us a fucking gaggle of banners. But, <laughs> um, so the day, like the the day of stuff leading into the show was very not stressful. Um, we, okay. You were the only fly in we had. Yeah. <laughs> so I got up at six a.m. I walked to the train station, boarded the train. Switched trains to the other train, missed my stop talking to you, had to get onto another train to double back, and then I got on the flight and I started reading the actual Game of Thrones book. So that's fun. Oh, wow. And then I arrived, Deborah got caught in traffic, and. Yeah, bad traffic. Bad traffic. Uh, and then we were on our way, I think we got. We got there around 5? Yeah. Yeah, about 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But, um,. You know, as far as, like, show stuff, wasn't very stressful at all. Because, you know, fly-ins make the day have to stretch out longer. So, I was able to leave here. We left at, like, 12.30 and got to the venue set up. We had tons of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's not a lot to cover as far as, like, before the event. Nothing, like, crazy. Uh, Mikey was injured. Uh I, I learned of that that I learned he would be unable to go I believe on Tuesday that he would not be able to wrestle yeah he uh, did a Spanish fly off a balcony not a balcony but like off an elevator but he's, yeah, ha- he's had knee, he's had a knee issue for a bit yeah. I think that like made it worse but uh, yeah I ho- hopefully he'll be back and good to go by Circus Maximus I mean I hope for him he's back sooner because he'll have I'm sure he has other bookings but yeah for the Anarchy fan, he should be, you know, back by Circus Maximus. Um, and if not, we'll keep you updated because we don't want to bring back Mikey before he's ready to come back. Right. So that was the only card change is that Mikey wasn't able to go uh, outside of the like the besties getting pulled, but that happened months you know, ago. Months ago. So um, I guess we can just like roll into the card. Uh, pre-event party okay. was a lot of fun. Uh, the, the intergender tag was good. Yeah. Old uh, Space Jesus really over with the audience. Yeah. So you know what else was really over with the audience other than Space Jesus? What? Those fucking bears, man. The most produced segment <laughs> on the whole fucking show was the pre-show Connor Bear segment. Well, yeah, I have to make sure, like, <clears throat> that you know it's hard to communicate with bears, especially bears with not that much experience. So we had to make sure <laughs> that the bears would be where they needed to be. And, uh, I mean, I guess yeah. Thankfully, Connor can translate. Yeah, that was a fun little segment. Like I like the idea of the pre-party where you see you get the match, you get some silliness. Uh, 
as, yeah. as uh, Jason Klein told me, he loves the Bears. Yeah. Uh, Raul is the Ric Flair Rick of Flair, Bears. Which is a huge compliment coming from Klein because he's a huge Ric Flair fan. So for him yeah. to give that to Raul is a <laughs> big, to, big deal. Him to bestow that honor yeah. to um, Raul with an O in his name, by the way. So we roll into the uh, opening match of Jake Durden and Larry D. Um this was one I was looking forward to. First time ever matchup. And it didn't disappoint. No. Uh, they, it was very Fucking good Fucking rocked fight. and rolled, yeah. Uh, There's a couple of really good fights on here. It was good to have Durden back. It's been a while since yeah. we've had Durden. Uh, so it was cool to have him back out there. For those of you wondering, Greg wasn't at the show. He was driving to Double or Nothing. Yeah. So I hope he has a blast tonight. Yeah, he was not there. Um, so... Yeah, I thought this was really solid. Yeah. Uh, the, the spear fucking Larry game. Oof. Yeah. They did some fun stuff on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to, like, you know, post Larry calls out Wyatt. The only thing I like, so when things have to get shuffled, you have to add segments to, like, make things make sense or flow. Like, I... Or introduce new Like, characters. the promo work afterwards, it was long. It adds to the show, like, time. Mm-hmm. That I hate, like... Nothing that we could have done about that because it has to happen in those situations. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it added a couple minutes. Uh, rolling into match two, Jake Oman against Sharkbait. This was good. I, I mean, saw that. I didn't get to <clears throat> watch a lot of it, but what I did get to see was that fucking finish kick. Woo! Oh yeah, Sharkbait's the real deal. I'm uh, not right the fuck out. <laughs> like that, he's legitimate and. Omen has some legitimate background, and he, mm-hmm. he's been all over the world. And he didn't yeah. back down at all. They meshed well. Uh, yeah. I, I, I always say about Shark Bay, he just needs more reps. Like you know, he's it's very hard to try to build a career in two different sports, which so, are both equally physical, right? And he focuses a lot on fighting because. He's an elite fighter that fights at an elite level. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't necessarily get in the indie shows and the reps in the ring he should get. But, man, like, he's got so much natural ability and potential that, I mean, he, he's going to be great. And uh, they, this was like a different pace match, slow at the beginning. They build it up into the, into the stuff at the end. And I thought they did a good job of doing that. Yeah, and that kick just fucking oof. Yeah, that's a legitimate kick there. I know. I, I know. He'd take me clean out with that. Yeah, he would. One day <laughs> we were at catering and there were tacos in NWO. And I got the last one. Yeah. The last thing I saw was this foot flying in my face. <laughs> I wake up, shark bait's eating that last taco. Wow. Um, yeah. He did that to me. I slipped underneath it, choked him out. Because <laughs> I am a legitimate... Strong style high flyer. The yeah. strong style transitions into MMA. I, I, I would imagine. Don't know it does. if you've ever heard of Tank Abbott. Yeah, I knocked him out. No, did you on the UFC? I don't remember the on favorite, the UFC. I was uh, real drunk, so I don't remember most. But I'm sure. If <laughs> well, you, so is he probably? I'm sure if you look it up, look hard enough, you'll find it. Uh, All right. It was a battle, but I took Tank. Okay. Um, yeah, this was like a slow build at the beginning, but it it, it ends up. Uh, wrapping up really well 
which led to match three, which was uh, Christian Rose and Everett Connors with the three bears. Did he ride Raul out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Raul's a superstar, man. People look at Raul in the locker room. Guys like Gary, like, mark out to Raul. Yeah. Like, Raul's a big star, and the fact... Winnie the Pooh was very uh, down to earth for such a big celebrity. Yeah. Uh, and mingled with the locker room. Didn't even ask for his own locker room. No, that was really he nice was of him. cordial to people. Yeah. Took pictures. Really nice. Really yeah. nice of him to do. I uh, mean, for certain reasons, we can't actually promote him on shows because Disney. But this is like a favor he's doing right. for, for right. He's Connor. a big Anarchy fan. Yeah. He's followed us through our first run. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will have Winnie the Pooh back. I don't know how regular, but... You know, he's a busy, busy bear. Yeah. But hopefully we'll have him back here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was, this was like... Everything you wanted him more. <laughs> yeah. I, I want, like, I, Christian Rose, like, he, he's very good. And I'm not just going to put him over because he says we have to because he uh, did the $5 or something Patreon. So yeah. So he says we have to put him over, but... We do, though. Uh, I, I think that... He's really good. Like... He's got a great mind he, for wrestling. He'd be a very good match agent. Like yeah. he, he, I can go to him and go, here's the direction we have to get to. Like I want it to get to here. And that's all I have to do because he'll get it there. And, and I think that like that's what makes our shows the best shows is that like I'm creative enough to come up with a neat ending point. Mm-hmm. But I trust certain guys on the roster and their creativity to get us there because my mind can only think so many ways where someone else's mind might think of something I don't. So especially someone like Christian Rose who has a great mind for like match structures and shit like that. All I need is where where are we going to end up? Where do I need the story to end? And then the beginning, the middle, and the dips, he can do that and it's a unique creative process because it's not 100% mine so it's partly his and then they, you know, then you go into the whole thing that it keeps talent motivated at this, yeah. at this level nobody wants to show up to an indie show and be like oh so you have my match structured and everything well no like mm-hmm. and I don't even do that with angles like I will get into more of it later but like the ending point is what we need and there are certain guys that I know can get me there without me needing to really their fucking hands. be hands-on. Yeah. And they run it by me. We'll, I'll tweak it if I think it needs to, but usually I don't have to. And Christian Rose is one of those guys that he can get me there and knows enough about what I would want that he I mean, he's very good at it. And this was great. The fucking Bear coming out in the ref's fucking outfit, Shane McMahon and him on the double <laughs> God, That was so funny. Isn't Stone that stunner? Cold stunner, like... All this, like, gaga, which I know not everybody likes, but, you know, this is goes back to my whole thing where you can have a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. and Especially when you got the Ric Flair of Bears out there. Well, sure. Ric Rick Flair of Bears can work. There's a reason why it's Rick and Raul. Yeah, R&R. R. R. Yeah. Um, but realistically, like, you look at something like this, it's not everybody's cup of tea. But you can't have a bloodbath on every match. Like th- I feel like this show had everything. Mm-hmm. You had the funniness of the Bears with Connor. Mm-hmm. You you have a bloodbath. You have a fucking t- like work rate just fucking uh, what do they call it a banger banger <laughs> with, now, yeah. with Aaron Williams and Parnell. Yeah, you had like a more grapple based with fucking uh, um, Jake Oman and Shark Bait. Like that's what two a, hoss fights at least. Right, two fucking. 
but two Haas fights, but different. Like Larry and Durden were more just were fucking slugging it. Where Mitchell and Beef more used some fucking what Dusty Rose called plunder, plunder <laughs> and yeah. like and like more of like a faster paced Haas battle. Like yeah. it's still a slugfest, but a little quicker pace. Like mm-hmm. that's what about this card I think was good is that there was something for absolutely everybody. Yeah. Um, moving on into match four, uh, that would have been Carnell and Aaron Williams. No, you're right. Because Cannon's next. Uh, I've been I've seen a couple of Aaron Williams matches. I know he's very good. Uh, God, I hate to put him over, but Gary is like Gary's like, hey, we could book Aaron Williams, and I did. Is it so, the last we'll yeah. see of him? No, okay. God, no. And, and actually, I guess this will be the part we can dive into that a bit. Like, w- this is a great problem to have. Yes. <laughs> but we have so many talented dudes, like super talented fucking roster members. It's hard to like, so like obviously you want to book everybody on every show, but you can't. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, Aaron Williams will be back, but it probably be set maybe November. Like, probably he'll be back sooner than later. He'll be back but, this year, but probably November. Hopefully, where I think he's got something for September. So like, it'd be November, and I know people will probably look at that now and go, "Fuck, that's forever away." But really, it's only two, two shows. shows away. But. It's still- we have so many talented guys. It's like fuck, man. And like, shit's just booked out in advance. Like yeah. you can't just see to your well, pants. Right. We've and got that's the another show. thing too. Like I had like, Circus Maximus has been booked. Part of this car has been booked since last year. Circus Maximus and like mm-hmm. it. When we're going certain places and you have to promote shows, like you have to have shit confirmed and booked. So then when a guy like Aaron Williams, who I know is good, and comes in and tears the fucking house down, it's like, oh, we got to bring him back. But we're all, like, September's already booked, and July's already booked, so then that means, like, November would be that time. So, mm-hmm. you know, people, fans, and wrestlers alike just have to be patient and understand that. And we always, if, if a guy like that, I mean, that match was fucking very good. Mm. And very solid. Aaron Williams will be back. And those chops and those kicks, goddamn. Now Parnell will not be. We fired him after the yeah, show live I, on the podcast. You'll mm-hmm. hear that. <laughs> but what's really neat is with like the fans that follow it, because like Aaron Williams makes his entrance, and then the fans just start chanting "War Horse is gonna kill you" before yeah. Parnell even comes out. Before his music even hits. So that was really neat little moment there. Yeah, um, that's the only moment on the show. Yep, Parnell. I mean, he just keeps getting better and better and more creative and just great match there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recorded a podcast with Parnell, so that'll be coming out. I don't know, probably. Well, the next one we're doing for the public podcast is the Christian Rose game. The game, yeah. But the Parnell will be after that. Yeah. Um, really solid match. Uh, I like the, uh, the submission, the Anarchy special Parnell debuted. So that is cool. Keep an eye on that uh, if you're a fan and. Yeah, good shit. After that was uh, Eric Kane and Darren Corbin, mm-hmm. which I thought they're a lot of times they're just fucking around, but they're like Corbin was like, "Oh, like, I hope people like remember us because it's been so long since they've been." Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. of course they're gonna remember you guys. And to our to our shock, they did not. Oh, no, crickets! No, <laughs> they both got big ovations at their start. These guys have worked each other probably a hundred and more than a hundred times, probably, and. They tore it up. It's just neat. Like I, I understand fans want guys back, and 
when we're able to do that it's great like again there's so many talented people you can't get everybody on every show mm-hmm. so it was cool to like finally get these guys back in the rotation for a time you know it'll be the first time they've been back since we've relaunched uh maybe it'll make people understand that major basin doesn't run uh Anarchy. But they were in, well, Cannon was in NWO. Uh, yeah, and they had a lot of fun stuff like Corbin flying off the balcony, singing I Believe I Can Fly, or the fucking Total Anarchy. Like, I mean, they know what they're doing. Right, yeah, it was a great match. Pieces of shit. They'll never listen to this. And Corbin, former champion, is neat to have him back around. Yes. Neat, he came out to his old Anarchy music. So stuff like that, I think, is cool. Yeah. So, it, uh, it's something that, that pays for. Like for the fans, like it, right. it's, it's it's like a, it's a they they will recognize that yes. music and uh, that was cool. That stuff I I like. Mm-hmm. That takes us into intermission, which we can take an intermission right here. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure whatever that uh, food for thought was was won't, amazing. Won't be a food for thought. Oh, it's almost like we're doing this right back to back, and then we're just gonna put it out. Right. Whoops. Where so do, where do we leave off? Intermission month. Oh, yeah, intermission. Yeah. Do you remember what happens? During intermission? I'm yeah. sure people buy shit. Okay, good. usually what happens. All right. Did they buy enough shit, though? I don't know. Okay. We don't have any merchandise. That's true. That's what the patrons for eventually. <laughs> uh, but first, the banner. Yeah, we're going to be ordering that bad boy here June 3rd. And the next thing we're actually going to get isn't t-shirts. We're actually going to get little drums that everyone can bang. <laughs> so everyone can bang the drums of anarchy. Uh, yeah. You piece of shit. <laughs> so we come back for intermission with Matt Kenway in the ring. Sure, why not? Uh, doing his open challenge. Um, I'm not going to talk about it because fucking Buddy Shepard's in it. I don't like Buddy Shepard, so you can talk about what happened there. Oh, well, actually it wasn't Buddy Shepard. I had found his suit, donned well, it to trick you, him. It looked... You look a little like him, boy. I'm glad I think, I would have come across you in a dark alley. I mean, I could see that. Wearing white, I might swing on you, but That's thank fair. God I know you're not him. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I haven't been on a show in a long time. I want to fight tonight. It's like we talked about earlier. There's so many guys, it's hard to get everybody yeah. on, so I haven't been able to book you since the return of Anarchy. Yeah, I haven't July. been. Yeah, so I haven't been on, so I heard that there was an open challenge, and I, uh, I decided to answer it. I saw Buddy's clothes. He's running around Alton right now naked. Well, I hope he goes to fucking jail. Buck they, naked. They put him on the fucking uh, list out there, so maybe he don't get to come around anymore. God, that'd be nice. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I beat up Matt Kenway, and then uh, not a lot of people know this, but I actually, not only did I make my name personally in intergender wrestling, but in stupid <laughs> hardcore matches. <laughs> make your name. I have no name. Are you a yeah. name in intergender wrestling? Yes. Okay. It goes Andy Kaufman. Me, you'll main event no the intergender show then. Maybe I will. a huge draw. The name of intergender wrestling coming back. That's what back. they call me. <laughs> uh, and I pulled a dog collar chain that just happened to be oddly under the ring. I was reaching well, I was for gonna, anything. I was going to bring cinnamon to the show. And oh, okay. We didn't, so I just I didn't want to keep the chain in the car, so I threw it under the ring. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I gra- I grabbed it something and I just decked him in the head. I uh, put the one collar on me because that's kind of my deal. Don't kink shame me. And then uh, I tried to wrap it around him and kill him, and he uh, he escaped. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Kenway guy, but I don't want to see someone murdered out there unless it's Buddy Shepard. <laughs> which actually, I don't want to start looking for a new building because I'm going to kill Buddy Shepard 
and we'll probably lose the building. That's fair. Um, shit, what was after that? Um, was that Mitchell and uh, yes, Big Beef? it was. This was a different kind of Hoss fight. As we uh, kind of talked earlier. Like, this started, like, the bell didn't even ring and it started. Like, yeah, they, Craig came out of the ring and they, they fought. Yeah, they right. met, like, in the entrance away and started fighting. So one thing about this match I didn't like. And uh, there, it's, it's something, like, when I'm the only fucking agent there, like, I don't go over every minute detail of every match. I really wish I would have known they were going to do that unprotected chair shot because I wouldn't have allowed that to happen. Uh, I don't, I don't like that. But, uh, you know, I wasn't, I did not know they were going to do that. So I was not able to put a stop to it. (laughs) But I wouldn't have allowed it. Uh, That's one thing WWE does that I do agree with. Like, so, like, guys are trained professionals, so they can take crazy fucking bumps. We went over this. Uh, We go into more crazy bumps. With Christian Rose, uh, so and I, on the and on the Patreon, right? So I don't want to get into that whole thing, but you can take crazy bump and you control your environment. You've you've trained how to fall, all that shit. Doesn't make it suck any less, but you can protect yourself. With unprotected chair shot, you can't do that. And we have all this evidence now that points to like CTE and the reasons people get it and concussions and all that shit. I just don't feel there's a need for it, so like I don't allow it. So anytime a talent's come to me and said like, "Hey, can we do this?" I always say no. Uh, shit, Gary wanted to do it on this show, and <laughs> I told him no. Uh, so I didn't know they were going to do that. So it's something I'll take care of behind the scenes later. But I didn't like that part. Just because I don't want to see somebody get seriously fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and to me. Like I, and there's even ways uh, you know that you can do the chair shot where it's not full force on your fucking skull. I get all that, but you know it's one small precaution that we can make because I you, you know if you get CTE I can't afford to take care of you. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like one precaution that I make is I usually I don't allow that those kind of things on the Anarchy Show. I haven't even talked to either one of these guys about it. So if they listen to the podcast before I talk to them, they'll hear about it first on the <laughs> sorry pu- on the public podcast. But uh, I, like I'm not pissed at them. They didn't know Heat, that, brother. Like, they didn't know that. It's something that like you know. I'll have to start putting on, like, the fucking run sheet or something. You're not allowed to do that. But, uh, you know, I, just for their... I, the match was incredible. That spot was a fun spot. I've seen the gif of it. It's just, I don't want to see somebody get real, like, fucked up. But uh, Mitchell's great. Beef Absolutely, is, yeah. Beef is great. Uh, Beef's, I think, really put it together now to where he's almost like a complete performer now. And, you know, Craig, I mean, that guy is... Fucking good. I'm excited to see him and Gary tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, Oh, boy. Do we want to release a Circus Maximus match right here on the podcast or make them wait for the graphic? What do you think? Uh, We can release it now. Give them a little something on that road to wherever they're going today. Okay, so Craig Mitchell will be back at Circus Maximus. And And he'll wrestle WCW superstar (laughs) Ernest the Cat Miller. Somebody call my mama. Yeah, we are bringing in Kurt, uh, Ernest Miller. And yeah. We got a good deal on him. So yeah. it'll be Craig Mitchell versus Five million. Ernest the Cat Miller at Circus Maximus. Good job. Cool. The next match is, of course... What was the next match? 
the tag match. Oh, it'll actually be Craig Mitchell versus Larry D at Circus Maximus, which, which will be fucking gangbusters. Yeah. What do you, what do you say the kids call it nowadays? Bangers and mashes. Right, banger or some banger shit. and mashes. Cool. Or this new chant where it's like such and such fucks. That's a really <laughs> weird chant to me. Yeah. I don't know, man. I would have never survived as a fan. I, I'm not chanting that at somebody. I just hope when I'm I like, get... Hey, bud, good job. Not, hey, you fuck, brother. Like, no, like, good job. You, you're good you at fuck, you brother? Do. You fuck, brother? Oh, yeah, right. Well, like, I, I, don't, I mean, my wife and I have consensual sex. In yes. my day, brother, you'd be going down like a drug road or something, say something like that to somebody. Yeah. It's like that movie, um, fuck's that movie where the guy quits his job. There's a lot of movies where guys put their jobs. He's like, do you have a case on the Mondays? He's like, no. Office space. Yeah, office space. He's yeah. like, hell no. You your, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. You get your ass whipped saying something like that. <laughs> That's how I get my... If I would walk up to someone in my old neighborhood and go, hey, brother, that fucked. They just shank you right there. <laughs> That'd be it. Go about their Tuesday. They have a that fucked shank just ready to go. <laughs> yeah, they just go about their Tuesday, and you'd be fucking bleeding out in the street. Oh. But, uh, yeah, that's what the kids say now, so I'm sure Larry D. and Mitchell will fuck. <laughs> see, that's really weird, right? Yeah, uh, yeah see? Yeah. <laughs> Sean It'll be a banger that fucks, right? Yeah, they're going to bang and fuck. <laughs> All right, so Mitchell and Larry D. will be fantastic uh, at Circus Maximus. What's the next match on the The tag card? match. Kicks and shit versus the people Real. who've got the kicks and the flips. They've finally changed their theme music. I've been meaning to do this for, like, the last two shows to them, too. And I almost forgot again, and, like, oh, shit, it was, like, right before their match. I was like, fuck, we didn't change our theme music, so we were able to do that. What, what was their theme music? What was it? Yeah. It was a, sing a little bit, else. sing a little bit. No, I'm not singing. We got the kicks, we got the flips, we got it the kicks. It sounds like ludicrous. When I first heard it, I was like, shit, Major, did you get a ludicrous to lay down a track for get us? Get a luda? But, no, uh, good match. Uh, what was know, the theme now? Uh, Drake and Meek Mill going bad. Okay. Um, good match. You know, Chip and Logan are still getting their chemistry together. It'll take some time. But, uh, you know, I got, like, we have a great tag team division. You look at this show, no, we didn't have the hooligans. Unfortunately, we didn't have the besties. Um, and we were still able to have a really good tag match on the show. So, mm-hmm. you know, Regals are coming along. Uh, they're starting to get some big bookings, like going to AAW, shit like that. So, Wrestle Circus. Happy for them. Yeah. Uh, There'll be a time when we won't have them either. Well, it's coming soon. I fired them, so they're not going <laughs> to... No. You fired them and Jake Parnell, huh? <laughs> All right. No. Uh, you know, they, they, I like the Regals. Some of few people I can talk some basketball with in the locker room. Oh, yeah? They know who Lamar Odom is? No. No, no, I'm sure they do, but we more talk current basketball. Well, I'm I'm an old school guy. I'm talking about dribbling that rock. You and Fitchett both. Yeah, we we, we dribble. Next match is... Me and Fitchett fuck basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Honestly, I didn't get to watch this match because I I wanted to watch this match, so so I decided to... Wait until it was until uh, it's back on independentwrestling.tv because like I as somebody who is a tag team specialist, 
Dude, oh, you're tag a tag team, team specialist? <laughs> intergender specialist? No, no, no. I'm a specialist in tag team. How did we I not... Made, I made my name in intergender oh, wrestling. How did okay. we not get signed with you being that? I'm a, I was a strong style yeah, high flyer. Yeah. We should have been fucking... Hey, we didn't have social media now. We should be double or nothing right we, now. Yeah. We're fucking sitting here on the couch. They're looking at us and they're seeing double trouble, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what That's it is. That's it, yeah. We'll make too much money. Yeah, Big so. Daddy Beef and Petri. Yeah, they'd make too much money. Yeah. Best to keep us on the couch. Yeah, where we belong. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. This is something I watched back on the VOD. Um, the parts of it I saw live, I enjoyed. Uh, next up would have been Gary, Gary and Shire. Nothing really to talk about there. So the main event would be. <laughs> I mean, it was like the third show in a row. We've had these moments, like we had Gary engage. And then the Kylie Ray moment, and now I'm like, seeing a string between all these moments. By the way, now uh, you know the Shire moment, which was really cool. Like Shire's been a guy that's been around for so long and forgotten every now and then. Well, it, he, except for by us, we never forget Shire. He wanted this moment, and he almost lost it. You get fucking headbutt right to the face. You can't cracks his skin right open. You can't manufacture moments, which I think sometimes talent forgets. Mm-hmm. Not so much Shire, but just talent in general. Because, like, what fans... I'm sure fans realize this, but, like, all these wrestlers that work for us and then they're here for a minute, like, they all want that fucking Spalding Hall fucking crowd come up moment. Yeah. But that's not something that really can be booked. Like, you can... There have been a few times. I don't fuck it, we can get into this, so... Like, Fuck it, do it. The like when we booked when I booked Hoodie Howitt against ACH. In my mind, I was like, okay, they'll tear the house down, and you know, Hoodie'll have this Spalding Hall moment. We'll have a made guy. It didn't really happen. Like they had a good match. It was a really good match, but mm-hmm. you didn't get the end stuff because you can't manufacture that part. So you can't book that part. It either happens or it don't. We've had plenty of fucking fans. That's just one example. We've had plenty of fantastic fucking matches that are just fantastic matches. That and a moment are two totally different things. So going into this, we had a story of, okay, you know, Thomas Shire is fucking saying that he's going to bloody and fucking destroy Gary, do something that Nick Gage and Parnell and... Jake Durden couldn't do. If you've seen Gary throughout the course of the Anarchy Return, he's getting beat up every show and keeps on fighting back. And Shire was going to be the one to bloody him and keep him down, but it got reversed. He gets caught with a headbutt, fucking bleeds like crazy, and Gary beats the shit out of him. And he has to keep fighting back from underneath. Mm-hmm. The exact opposite of what he his game plan was. And how Gary's took him out of his element and it was really cool. Uh, and then, you know, I, you know, you hope at the end, you know, you can't ever predict if someone's going to get fucking busted open, but and you, you hope at the end that, you know, a bloody, beaten, fucking bad guy gets the respect of the crowd. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But the crowd embraced him, and that's what happened. Those are moments, and we've been lucky like three shows in a row we have had these moments and I say this like well if we have the drum what else can you beat on the wall knock on uh-huh. knock on some wood or whatever but like <laughs> the moments are what make us different and the moments are what makes our brand Special. like what it is, is you can throw Bucks. 
You could, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's the our right brand phrasing. fucks. That's the right phrasing, I think. New T-shirt. Our brand fucks. Uh, no, we, we put shit on a shirt that's F-U-C-H-K-S-S. not so Fucks. Well. Uh, but the moments are what make it, mm-hmm. you know, where it is. Like you can throw tons of great matches on, but it's the moments and it's the star-making moments. It's the seeing guys overcome with emotion because they have fucking worked so hard to try and get that moment and they finally do type shit that makes this good and, and it's really what keeps me wanting to do it like I like the moments are what make you keep fucking doing this and dealing mm-hmm. with the stress and shit that comes along with doing this and oh yeah so to have that moment was cool fucking shire man that was a lot of blood mm-hmm. and well it's like they say like he had his game plan he walked in with it he tried to out wrestle gary everybody always underestimates gary because they think he's just a striker but gary's a good fucking wrestler too and then gary like what's the saying everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face or head butted or head butted right in the, the face right in the and then the head. fucking plane goes out the window and yeah now shire's shire pedaling the whole time uh, trying to play catch up but never quite being able to right and Shire talking to him afterwards had never been busted open in a match before the first time it ever happened huh? so huh? that much blood having it never happened to you before uh, that I've uh, seen stronger people freak out yeah it's a rock. physically stronger not emotionally Shire is an emotional rock I wouldn't know that about him, but he's my he's my, he's my personal young oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, and you've trained Shire. <laughs> and so. I've trained and Shire. KLD apparently. And yeah. Kev and Connor. Uh, maybe a little bit of Raul. I thought I'm gonna uh, talk to Raul. Raul one arm ringer. Jesus now. Lying on the podcast. Never said I had to tell the truth. I so you had to tell the fantastic truth. match. Like Go out of your way to see it as usual. it's funny because of course, I'll tell you that, like, being there live, there's nothing like being there live. But, like, being there live for Gary's entrance in that building is worth the fucking $25 front row seat. Like, oh, I agree. His entrance in that building is insane. Jake's is getting up there, too, though, too. Yeah. How crazy awesome it is. Yeah. I'm like, if you want, when you go back and watch this match, like, there's, like, this, this quiet hush through, like, probably. Once the headbutt happens and he and like Shire comes up and he's just bucket, buckets of blood, like there's just a hush on the crowd. I think people are concerned. Yeah, there's <laughs> legit concern for him. We're and it's see a not, guy bleed out right here in front of us. Yeah, and it's not until later where Shire like finally is able to collect himself and put enough together that he can enact what's left of his game plan. Well, and two, you have a guy that's been, like we have said this before, that the only, like we have few legitimate heels between Wyatt, Kenway, Shire were ones we would mention. Yeah. And so people have been booing this fucker since July. <clears throat> then you he gets just fucking destroyed, his head destroyed, and he's still fighting back, so you you're not gonna go from fuck this guy to yay for this guy just like that. So you have that middle part where I think people are trying to like decide, okay, well maybe we respect this guy for fighting through this even though he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it was a fantastic match. Uh, UFO into the chairs. Uh, luckily for the company, bottom line, Gary, I don't think touched a single chair. Just yeah, glided yeah. right off the ground. Um, just bashed his head. I don't know how he does it and doesn't fucking die. Or, you know, get seriously hurt, but... 
I've always said that I don't, I believe, you know, anybody could, Gary's not a fucking robot, so he can be hurt, or he can be injured or whatever, I don't know, I I don't believe Gary could be hurt, but hopefully he don't get injured one day, two different Mm. things, but, uh, yeah, it was a very good match, uh, great story moment at the end, uh, and I think, too, just to roll into the next thing, like, Wyatt and Larry were able to, like, still have great crowd like something like that sometimes like that'll kill right you don't you sometimes need to have a couple matches or an intermission or something for people to get hot again but they were in the Wyatt and Larry um of course people have seen the gif by now of I would hope it's fucking hilarious uh moving the chair and the fan falling like so funny her beer on herself and, and, and the, she was a great sport about so it she made the gif and like yeah that, you, you that's have to be able a, to laugh at yourself. Right. God, that's funny. And, and that, I mean, stuff like that, though, can go either way because sometimes people <clears> get mad. But she was a great sport about it. Uh, you know, it's just the atmosphere of the show. It's like the shows are just fun. It's people, you know, they're passionate about the product and they're drinking, having a good time. And I think she was able to realize, like, well, shit, I got in this wrestler's face and screamed at him, and he got me back. And mm-hmm. she made that gif. It's fucking hilarious. I think it had 720 likes, 230-something retweets. And that's just, like, before we went to get lunch. So it's, like, pretty crazy. Um, mm-hmm. This was a good match, too. Damn good match. Like, Wyatt's incredible. Um, Larry's incredible. And, and it needs to be said, like, Larry fucking wrestling twice so we, we we definitely appreciate that two big matches right yeah big first time match big main event both had you know a little bit both of time to them yeah. too, so Larry uh, does a great job he's blowing up too so for a guy to be you know blowing up and still willing to like work twice and help out that's really cool uh, you know Wyatt like we were talking about Rose earlier Wyatt's another guy where I don't have to really give a whole really any direction to just say I think we should end the story like this so because this is where we're going and he can fill in everything and it's always good um he's probably gonna fucking just whip Buddy Shepard's fucking ass I hope he does happy to see it hope he pile drives him on the floor hope he Uh, kills him no. Hope they lose that building gonna, due to murder. I'm not gonna lie, say on the podcast that I hope Buddy Shepard's killed, but <laughs> if it happens, I'll sleep like a fucking <laughs> newborn infant. <laughs> but uh, screaming or crying all night long. That was a good main event, and that would have wrapped up the show. Uh, after the show, we recorded two podcasts. We left the venue at what one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Got home at two, I think. I got to bed three. You didn't go to bed till six. Five thirty. Five thirty, and uh, you know we're recording. Woke up this. at nine thirty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great show. Like we said, earlier, I was very happy. It was weird not having the besties there. That'd be the first Anarchy show they've ever missed. Mm-hmm. So that was very uh, just kind of weird not having those guys around to like bullshit with and you know. Rook fucking with Vega, you know we didn't have any of that. So that, I mean, it, it's good. Like it, it's neat for the brand to see that we'll still draw big crowds and the shows. Like people are saying that this might be the best show since we've come back, and we didn't have two of our best guys on it, mm-hmm. and, and we didn't have really any big name talent. Oh right, but it's more like just showing that 
the brand is strong even if guys have to move on to real real big bookings mm-hmm. and fortunately for us they'll be back in july and as we have them for september unless you know something big comes up for them but it's just neat like i always would love that i want them every show but it's it's, it's nice to know that if that doesn't happen we still have a very strong roster but it definitely like sucks not having them there like it, you could it was different but uh still a good night overall I, I think it was a very good night, very good show. Please go out of your way to watch it. IndependentWrestling.tv. Use the promo code STLANARCHY for 20 days free. And if you do it, you can watch the mixtape tomorrow. And probably Monday, I would say, hopefully, well, you would get all Hog Wild would be out by then. Yeah, if you're You could not. even backtrack through all the Anarchy right. stuff. Because there's like over 20 uh, fucking shows now up there about Anarchy. Yeah, 24. 24, there you go. Big yawn from... Uh, yeah. Big Daddy Beef. So we also have our Patreon. If you're not a Patreon member now, we have tiers starting as low as $5. Really and start, $2. Starting as low as $2 if you just want to donate. But $5, you get content. Um, and pre-event party. The uh, Raul's biggest fan, Jason Klein, told us uh, that we have put out over seven hours of footage on that bad boy since we've started it. Uh, we are promising to give you at each level two bonus podcast. So at the ten dollar level on that starts at the ten dollar level up. Five dollar level you get one bonus podcast. And and those are generally show th- th- like those are the promises. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna like so for instance, this coming up Wednesday on the Patreon, you're gonna get the Tiger's Blood Art of Winning review. Uh, but we're we've already said earlier on here that we're going to do the uh, us live pretty much bullshitting in the car tomorrow that's gonna go right on the patreon so that's all shit you're gonna get that's bonus content and remember uh, not everything's gonna be a winner on patreon we're gonna have some misses oh shit. give us those this is give us those <laughs> this is the public podcast it'll always be just fantastic i'm a modern day well who was i you were barbara walter yeah you were walter i'm dan, dan rather so we uh we're always going to deliver on the public podcast, but Instead Patreon... The dog is Walter Cronkite. Who knows? But I think it'll be fun fucking around in the car. Oh. Uh, We're going to fuck in the car? God damn it. <laughs>